Hello and welcome back to Team Smart Rambles. Today we're going to be rambling on about are you an I can do it all type person. Um, but just a little reminder before we get started that our podcasts are just for educational, entertainment, blah, blah, blah kind of purposes. <laughs> um, so before you are uh, getting started on a health and fitness journey, make sure you consult your healthcare professional. So... That was an interesting intro, <laughs> but we're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. Um, where I saw this I Can Do It All person was Kevin Hart's most recent audiobook okay. on Audible, mm-hmm. and he named like eight different monsters, and one of them was the I Can Do It. To be dead honest, I listened to this book and felt attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything, every monster <laughs> everything was <is> um, <laughs> me, and I was like, stop attacking me, Kevin, like I'm a big fan. Um, but he was saying it because they were also his monsters. Mm-hmm. So the I can do it all monster was the person that say you said to me, we want to start recording a podcast. I'd be like, yep, I've got this. I can do it. And then you'd be like, all right, we're going to create a YouTube channel. I'd be like, yep, on it, doing it. And then be like, we're going to do a challenge. Yep. On it, doing it, doing all of it. Like say, like that's it. I can do it all person. Hence why I felt attacked when I listened to this book last year in, like, October. Here's me being like, you need to stop. Can you chill? Slow it down. Slow your roll, sis. Um, I do feel like, in a way, I am a I-can-do-it-all person as well, but in a completely different Manner. way, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't ask for help, but... <laughs> Which is just as toxic of a trait. But I will stop. Like, I won't, if I'm feeling really overwhelmed or stressed or something, like, I won't try and push through that. I will just kind of walk away and come back when I'm feeling a little bit better about the topic. Yeah. So, maybe it's a little bit more balanced. I don't know. Maybe it's worse. Because I've procrastinated doing that. Thing. Rather than asking for help, someone help me do this thing now, mm. I'm just kind of like, oh, I'll leave it for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, instead of asking for help and having smashed it out in like five minutes. Yes. Or even just having that nap so that you feel better. Mm-hmm. And then coming back 30 minutes later and being a whole new person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely probably a toxic trait there. Mm. We all have them, though. Mm. Like, no you're one's not, perfect. Yeah, you're not perfect. No one's perfect. And I'm definitely slaying my I can do it all monster a little bit now. Like Yes, you are. And it makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can do it all in other things now. Yes. But like the things that you've taken on, like to do your inverted commas nothing, <laughs> are still doing something, but they're still slowing you down yeah like you're sewing and you're crocheting and like you just and gardening like they're not hardcore running yourself into the ground like if i didn't get it finished it wouldn't matter kind of yeah 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 they're still slow activities yeah and even though like i tend to still get in and get them done like i don't think that that is a toxic thing to do because i'm enjoying it in the moment and for me i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying that process of doing it and then i have this completion like there is nothing more rewarding than finishing a sewing project or picking produce that you've grown from a seed 
Mm-hmm. Like, and then when you put it in the pan and you make like this amazing wholesome meal, like it's just everything to mm-hmm. me. So, yeah. I am still, I guess I can do it all, but I'm not actually. I delegated a job to Smarty on the weekend. So, yeah, clap, clap. It was on my to-do list. And I was, he was sort of just pottering around and I said, oh, do you want to put the sprinkler over the compost system? Like we wanted to install it because Kiwi compost, where it decomposes quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, or damp, I should say. And he did it. Instead of me being like, I've got to do I'll it. set it up. Yeah. I wanted to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was actually his suggestion, so I didn't feel so bad about mm. delegating it. True. But it was on my to-do list. I had full intentions of doing it because I can do it all. I think your problem is that you actually can do those things. Yeah. Like you don't need your husband to come in and do it for you. Like you actually can physically do it yourself. Yeah. Whereas for me, like it's, it's, I get Shen to do it. Like if I needed new sprinklers in the garden, I've literally gone and gotten him and been like, this one's not getting any water. Can you fix it? Yeah. Like, I could probably work it out, but it's just easier. Mm. Get him to do it. Yeah. But I love that you delegated that. Yeah. That's growth. And see, that is something that's on I can do it all. This is how we're burning out in our community. Like, somewhere along the lines, hustle was sold as the only life instead of that slowdown that we used to live. Like, I love looking at old movies and stuff like that, and it's like... Life was slower then. They didn't have a mobile phone. Yeah, when did hustle culture become, like, the only way to live? Yeah. It's because I don't know about you, but I've been there and it's fucking stressful. I know. I'm, I don't miss it. I have not missed it for a second. Mm-mm. And I'm loving forgetting where I left my phone on the weekends or even Once upon a time, that would never happen. Like, I wouldn't have left a room without my phone in my hand, in my pocket, in my bra. Like, it was just picked up because if someone needed me, I needed to be able to answer it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. I think we're so connected in technology that it's created this hustle culture. Yeah. I think think technology has a lot to do with it. Mm. Yes. Because we're always contactable. Mm. Which means we're basically always switched on. Yeah. Yeah, Sundays I don't really touch my phone. Like, on Sundays, I'm basically switched off from the world. Yeah, and Saturday afternoon I try to a bit too. Mm, you have a nap. You, that was, you have a nap. That was me at cricket. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't have a nap. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... I just feel like um, it became a norm mm. at some point, especially for me in, like, my life before I started online coaching full-time and working for myself, it was like a normal thing for me to work 45 to 50 hours a week plus go to the gym plus be a mum plus run a house plus do a meal prep and focus on my macros and myself and all of those other things that comes with literally running a house and being an adult. Mm. Like when do you have time to sit? You you don't. And it was so toxic. Mm. And it's like, when did that become acceptable for us as humans to work and do that much? Like, we're not designed for that. No. Especially a woman. Like, we're going to do a podcast specifically on the hormonal cycle in coming weeks. But, uh, like, our cycle has these ebbs and flows of energy. And I was already getting better at listening to it. But since 
stopping running the business as much, I feel like I've been even better at listening to it. Like I had, I said to you earlier today that around, I couldn't remember whether it was ovulation day or the day before. I just had no energy. I had the CBFs and I just rolled with it. Whereas once upon a time I would have forced myself through it and then I just feel tired for the rest of it like the rest of my cycle. Mm-hmm. Whereas I had that one off day where I just sort of sat on the couch, did my check-ins, watched some TV. Like I don't think I even gardened that day. Like I really... Fully chilled out. Fully chilled out. And then the next day I come back, just this little energizer bunny. Yeah, whereas if you had tried to push through, mm. it would have just fallen in a heap. Yeah. Which was what I was doing. I was just pushing through and constantly falling in a heap because there's that other phase before your period where you should slow down. But people don't. And that's when if, if you always get sick, even if it's just a little sniffle or a head cold when you get your period, it's because you haven't listened to your body in that pre-phase. So it knocks you down. Yeah, it's like, you didn't listen to me, so I'm going to make you actually listen to me now. Mm. So if you notice yourself always getting sick around your period, then take a look at the way you treat yourself leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's definitely something now that I work for myself, mm-hmm. you have the flexibility to be able to do those things a lot more, like, beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely something I couldn't have done when I was working 55 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about hormone cycles on another podcast, so let's not ramble that way, because I want to talk about how to handle that with another job as well. So, like, that's a whole other podcast. But, yeah. yeah, I think being an I-can-do-it-all person, you need to balance it out and realise you, you – can do it all like you said i can do it all but i don't have to do it all mm-hmm. there's actually other people around that it can be delegated to and and you know i even think the ability to say to your boss i actually already have too much on my plate i don't think i can handle that project as well without an extra team member helping me or you know, tell them because they're just going to keep putting it on you how many times you might not have found it in your industry but I know when I worked in um admin style industries someone would leave and they would replace that person with two people happened all the time because that person left because they were pushed so hard to leave but then once like the workload was looked at by the HR and the owners and you know, whoever had to look at it, they'd be like, oh, shit, that's like a big role. Let's split that and hire two people, even if the second person was part-time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why does someone have to leave for the... For them to realise that that's how much that person was doing. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of crazy that one person's role can then be split into two. Yeah, it would happen all the time. Mm. All the time. So um, I think it is okay to say to your boss, if you are honestly working hard and you can't see yourself fitting in something else without them working overtime and missing out on seeing your family and or working know, a full 12 hour day and still taking work home yeah like no mm. for me Unless that is that's just what a, you know but, <laughs> but who wants that mm. like i don't know anyone that wants to take work home yeah. after working 12 hours and you know what i'm gonna probably get slammed for this because i am like a feminist I'm also an anti-feminist at the exact same time. Like, when did women think that we had to start keeping up with men with the workload when you're still looking after the kids and doing all the house stuff? Like, we haven't cut back what we do at home, but we've picked up, like, this whole extra 40-hour week Mm -hmm. that 
takes our time. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, and it comes back to you actually can't do it all. Yeah. Like, yes, it, that might work for you, but how long can you continue to work like that before you crack? Mm. I know for me, like, I was on the breaking point mm. of doing that. And it was probably six months of my life that I worked these consistently yeah. high and very long hours. Like, I wasn't getting home until 9.30 at night, sometimes later. Mm. I didn't see my kids. Days. Yeah. I saw them for an hour in between going back from morning shift to night shift. And it was like, how long can you sustain that for? Mm. As a mum, it's not very long. No. I mean, I'm not even a mum. And I, like, working the lifestyle that I worked for so many years eventually caught up with me. Mm-hmm. You crack. Yeah. I swear to God, I had a mental breakdown. Just no one knew about it. (laughs) But, yeah, I think, especially women are really bad at I can do it all. We are. Mm. Absolutely. And you don't have to be able to get out there and install an irrigation system or service a tractor or whatever the hell. Like, you will be that person that it's like, I've got my full-time job. And then someone says, we need an extra person on a netball team. Can you do it? I can do that. My kid wants to play basketball two times a week i can do that and then another mum goes oh i'm actually a bit busy because she's better at delegating and you go that's okay i'll run your kids like you're next door i'll pick them up and i'll take them to like and then the kids bake sale is on and you're like i can bake a cake for that and it's like where the fuck are you finna sing girl i don't remember the saying but there was this saying that i've heard at many of like little um kinder meetings school meetings like other little things like that where I've spoken with other mums and it's been like, ask a busy woman and she'll mm-hmm. get it done. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so goddamn true. It is. I don't know how, but we just managed to get it done. Yeah. And it's actually not okay. <laughs> no, no, because they're just better at pushing hard. Yes. Or ignoring their own internal signals. So like some people are lazy. I'm not going to take that off. I'm not giving anyone credit where they don't deserve. But, like, some people are just better at listening to themselves and being like, do you know what? I already run three kids around. I work part-time. I want to keep my household nice. And I still do this every week. I don't have to add that to my schedule. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how often do you find, like, I know one of my clients, her husband is really involved in their local football club. And then he's like, are you going to come help too? And she's like, no, you're already helping And, like, I couldn't stick up for her more in that situation because how many parents, there's two parents to every child, whether you're a broken home or not, it took two people to make a human. Mm -hmm. So that means if you've got a, how many kids are on a football team? I don't know, 20-something. A lot. Okay, there's a lot. (laughs) So there's 40 parents that could be volunteering for that club. Why should two out of the same household have to be doing so much? Mm Mm-hmm. But if it's always the same people, people, and yeah. it's always this, they're always husband and wife. Like they're yeah. always all involved. And they're the, I can do it all people. Mm-hmm. My parents used to be those people to make sure the Red Cliffs Netball Club continued on. So I get that you have to volunteer, but like stand up and say, I'm willing to do 30 minutes between my two kids games mm-hmm. on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm here to watch my kids. And do you know what? I think that's acceptable. And then you're going to get the parent that's like, Like, not everyone's kids are playing at the exact same time. So, if you only expect 30 minutes from people instead of six hours, 
you'll get more people volunteering. I think yes. expectations are high and then that's why this I can do it all hustle behaviour comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just, it's okay to say no. no. If you are honestly already busy and it's going to hinder your life in some way, say no. Mm-hmm. It's going to hinder your happiness. Saying no is harder than saying yes. Mm-hmm. Because... You please. Yeah, it's easier to want to please someone and it's also harder to say no to someone and see their reaction on their face knowing that then they have to go and approach or find someone else mm. potentially. Like it's, it's just easier to say yes. Especially if you But it's that. actually not easier on you no. to say yes in the long run. And I guess the problem is that when you say no to somebody, sometimes they are that person that goes, okay, well, I'll cover all of it. Because they're also, I can do it all person. Yeah, the fact that they're out there trying to find people to do X, Y, Z means that they've taken on so an extra then, like, job. This whole guilt thing comes a part of it. But you need to step back and stop feeling that guilt because that is actually then their responsibility to say, well, do you know what? I'm not doing it either. So that shift can't happen at the cafe. Or, and like, I know I've used a football club but it can still be a work thing mm-hmm. like there is no reason if you've already done your five week five days for the week and you work in a shift work area and last week you said yes to the sixth day so you only had one day off for the week and you missed your kids sport and then they're turning around and asking you again the following week it's actually okay to say no because they're asking you because you're the easy person to ask mm, because you've said one you've said yes before yeah. they know you'll say yes again yeah Mm-hmm. Set yourself some boundaries. Like, that is part of what you need to do is set a boundary and learn to say no. Mm-hmm. I feel like this podcast has gone into, oh. like, a let's create a really good work-life balance. <laughs> but I think it's really important to have a really good work-life balance. Because mm. if your work is more than your life, then you're, like, you're living to work. Yeah. We should be working to live. Mm. And like, you, that's why I work. I work, I have a job so that I can live a, gr- a good, great life with my kids, provide mm-hmm. my kids with what they want, go do things with my kids on the weekends, have food in my house. Like, mm. that is why I work. Yeah. And, I mean, if we want to relate this back to fitness, since this is what our podcast is meant to be about, um, like, having that balance means that you have time to meal prep, track your macros, go to the gym. And you know what? That doesn't mean that you should start going to the gym five times a week if that doesn't suit your lifestyle because that, again, becomes this I-can-do-it-all personality. Three sessions a week is fabulous. Is mint. Yeah. Three sessions with a solid effort, 45 to 60 minutes, you're going to achieve really good things, especially if you've got nutrition on the side. So, on your side, I should say. So, yeah, like, don't then just fill it with the next thing because you've created a bit better work-life balance. Like you said, you don't know where your phone is on Sundays because you're spending it with your kids and your husband because there's no sports, no school, no work. So, Mm -hmm. everyone can spend time together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I'm, yeah, I was, I can do it all person. And hearing that in that audio book was like a slap in the face. But I was like, but I can do it all. It's fine. But I think for me, stepping back and creating a little bit more work-life balance, I was like... Because I, I had to do that when I looked at my goals. What I actually really wanted in my life. I don't want a million-dollar home. I don't really want a luxury car because when I pick up parts and dogs and all these things, like it doesn't suit... It's going to get ruined. Have it. Yeah. <laughs> 
What I actually enjoy is growing my own produce, putting it on a plate for us to enjoy. I enjoy coaching clients, but I didn't enjoy making sure everyone else had enough clients that I had to reconcile this. I had to do all this. I had to balance this. Like I didn't enjoy that. And like, it looks like a big step back because you've gone from this business where you had three other people working for you to, it's just me again, but I love it. Cause yeah, I enjoy because the it's actually, yeah, it's allowed you to spend more time doing the things that you love mm. in the sense of you're not sitting at a computer and reconciling all these accounts and working out who's done what and blah, 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 blah. And focusing on marketing. It's like, I'm just going to do my clients. I'm going to reconcile my smaller accounts because mm. there's not as many things coming in and out. It's easier. Yeah. It's more enjoyable for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people get caught up in that hustle and think that, Got to do more, got to do more, got to be more, got to have more, got to... Yes. Like, everything's got to be more, more, more. And it's that I've got to have more too, like, to have expensive luxury things, you have to work more. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't actually necessarily bring you happiness. So I think people need to check themselves and ask what they really want and why they want it. Mm -hmm. And if the reason that you want a Gucci handbag is because your friend's got one or um, you want to keep up with the Joneses or whatever it is... Like, mate, I love those things. I've been harping on Shan for years now. Like, literally years. I want a Range Rover. <laughs> Always wanted a Range Rover. And, like, realistically, I know that I can't actually afford a Range Rover yeah. to then still have a great work-life balance. Mm. I would have to continue working those crazier hours. Not that my hours are currently crazy, but I would have to take on more work. Mm. Which... Is fine, but then it takes away from other aspects of your life just to have a car. The car doesn't actually bring me anything other than the fact that I drive around in a nice car. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean shit. No one sees me. me. Like, it, yeah, you have to weigh up the value of what's actually bringing you happiness in the long run. And for me, it's working less Mm. and spending more time with my family. Yeah. Yeah, being able to take time off and know that it's going to be okay. Like, I obviously don't get paid holidays, so um, I have to awesome. have, have that banked up. Yeah. So, yeah, being able to take time off and chill. Yeah. Knowing that my car is going to be paid for because I own it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right and the same. So I know we definitely got off on a ramble on this one, guys, but I think it is important for people to realise that we do need to rein it in. Work-life balance is part of the health for us. It's a huge health thing. I honestly, I'm going to go all out here and say, I honestly think that the people, my clients who have a really good work-life balance, they are the ones that succeed. Yeah. They are the ones that reach their goals. The ones who have a really, what's the right word, poor work-life balance, they really struggle mm. because they're doing so goddamn much. Yeah. Like, I wish I could just be like, can you just quit your job? Like, can you cut your hours back or something? Can you because kids you will, play less sport? Yeah, can you take on something less? Because you'll actually be better for it. Yeah. I think that's the whole purpose of this podcast is that it's okay to do less because it's actually going to help you in the long run. And it not, not, not just relates back to your health and fitness goals. It relates back to everything. Mm. You'll actually feel better within yourself. Yeah. The stress level will be like less. Mm. Mm-hmm. And do you know what, again, we're rambling... But I feel like the people that fall for the takeaway 
habit of grabbing takeaway on the way home from work are those people without the work-life balance and it's because they've already done an hour's overtime in the office and the kids are already home by the time they get home it's going to be 6 37 o'clock so i'm going to ring up order takeaway so i can pick it up on the drive home or have it delivered so it's already there on the way home like when i get home or my husband's picking it up well he like i think they're the people that fall for the takeaway habit because or even just buying their breakfast and their lunch because like they didn't have enough time or that one day off that they had for the week they were that exhausted from how hard they pushed themselves every other day they didn't have time to even just go to the supermarket buy some quality products and do a little bit of meal prep or just plan the week out whatever it is like it's definitely like for me when I see the client that's like oh yeah I had takeaway here takeaway 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 and it's like and you worked an 80 hour week Mm -hmm. 110 fucking percent Mm. and you know what if you're happy with that life we're not attacking it no but (laughs) if you're not happy with your life this is I guess some tips on how maybe you could change Mm. And that it's okay to not be happy with that life Mm -hmm. and to want a more relaxed life. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And then I feel like I've had this conversation with a friend before and it's been like, but I can't afford to work less. It's like, but you actually can because Mm. if you weren't buying takeaway three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times a week, because you buy your tea, you buy your breakfast, you buy chips or snack, you buy a coffee every day, Mm. you're getting takeaway for the entire family, which I don't know, I'm a family of four. We got Maccas and pizza on the weekend because mm-hmm. kids don't eat pizza. And it was uh, $60 mm. for just the four of us for one meal. Yeah. I could feed us for like three or four dinners for $60 at yeah. home. Yeah. So you actually can afford to work less because you're going to have more time. You're going to cook more meals. Mm-hmm. You're saving more money. And you feel better. Yeah. But also, if you don't think you can afford your lifestyle, check yourself. What are you wasting your money on? We're always wasting our money on something. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you spending your money on that you could not be spending your money on? Or you could be saving some money on. Like, lots of people will stay in really expensive houses, like, for... I mean, this is going to be a country price. City people are going to hear this and be like... <laughs> that's that <they're> cheap! <laughs> that's a budget house. But, like, a $450 a week rental is almost double what your rental costs. Like, if you moved up to that, it's the same sized house as such. No yard compared to your yard. Mm, we got massive. <laughs> but that would change your work-life balance because you have to have 450 a week rent off the bat. And, like, the house you stay in isn't a dump. You're just out of town. Mm. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love my little house. Mm. But, like, to run a $450 house per week means it's, it's a large house, mm. means your electricity's larger, your water's probably larger because you're probably going to have multiple bathrooms, mm-hmm. which is fine. But then you've got two showers running because, like, you don't have to limit your shower time as much. Like, I don't – we we do. We're yeah. like, five minutes, get in, get out. You don't need yeah. any longer. But yeah. when there's multiple people in the showers and you're like, oh, it's fine because we don't need to rush to get in and rush to get out because there's two bathrooms. Mm. It's fine. You just – you go, oh, we'll have a longer shower today. Yeah. So you're using more water. But even rates, like, so our council rates for the rental house in town is the same as our blocks. Which is crazy. Crazy. Like, insane. You get nothing out here. Like, you've got no footpaths. You get bin collection. Yeah. 
and just like the size of our land is where like it gets up to the point where it matches the mm-hmm. in-town rates. Mm-hmm. So if you own your house, it's actually cheaper to live in a bit cheaper location or... I'm like, I'm not telling you to move into Ambleside. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there is cheaper options out there. You don't have to live in the house that was built in 2020. You can live in the house that was built in 2012 that's actually still just as nice, but it's $200 a week less. You know what? You can also live in the house that was built in 1926. It's had its bathroom and its kitchen renovated because it's damn cute. Do you know what? This is a settlement house. This property was literally one of those properties that was given to a post-World War One. Mm-hmm. Is that when Red Cliffs become a thing? No idea. Anyway, whatever. And, like, people were given allotments of land and then they built their homes on them. Mm-hmm. This place is built out of Bursa Block. It's not falling over anytime soon. It's not glamorous. We could make it glamorous. We could renovate it to be a much nicer house than it is. But we don't care to. Yeah. So it's not where we want to spend our money. Well, it will be hopefully now because we've set ourselves up. But, yeah, like, you can choose to live a li- a cheaper lifestyle. Because, honestly, if you were renting this place, it would be, like, 150 a week. <laughs> <laughs> but... You have to see the value in what that brings you. That brings you a better work-life balance. Like if you were paying that cheaper of a, of a mm. rent, yeah. it allows you to have more flexibility in your time. It allows you to do more things with your family on the weekend. It allows you to have a better holiday mm. or take time off when, you know, you probably couldn't if you were trying to fork out $450 a week mm. every single damn week. Yeah. Like you ain't getting no savings in. Mm-mm. So yeah, we've totally got off track for what this uh, <laughs> podcast was, but I think it's important to realise that, you know what, you don't need to be a I-can-do-it-all person, and if you are that person because you need to afford that lifestyle, you need to check yourself because you don't need to afford that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's more to life mm-hmm. than having a fancy car and a fancy bag and a fancy house and all the shiny, whistly, blowy things. Yeah. And there's often a reason you want that stuff, and it's... Not because it makes you happy. It's because of someone else's judgment. Yeah. Mm. Agree. And there's also nothing wrong with having those things. Yeah. Like, if you if you can actually afford those things and still live the life that you want, then I, I fucking... I love that for you. Yeah. I can't. And that's okay. I'm accepted. Mm. Like, I can accept that. Yeah. 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 I'm not going back into debt for that shit. No. <laughs> I like my debt-free life. Yeah. I wish I had that. <laughs> but, like, it's manageable debt. Um, so, yeah, I, I get it. Like, that's what we're trying to say. There's more to life. You don't have to be an I-can-do-it-all person. And health is more than just going to the gym, moving your body, drinking your water, and hitting your macros. Like, health is the whole picture. Broad, broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if cortisol is raging through your body, get ready for that heart attack, girl. Yeah, you is not health. and cortisol really affects your results off topic but let's leave people off topic but not off topic it's not off topic Mm. because it does affect results Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. anyway we're gonna tune out i'm sure this episode was huge way long (laughs) (laughs) bye bye